Digital content that educates, empowers, and inspires people over 50. You're listening to the Internet Over 50 Digital Network. Hey, it's Chris, and this week on the Pickleball Show... You have so many questions for me, Chris. <laughs> You've got an answer for every one of them. That's coming up next. The Pickleball Show is brought to you by PBX Club. PBX stands for Pickleball Excellence. Join today and get the latest pickleball tips and strategies, news, and opinion. Save money on paddles and other equipment with coupon codes to online pickleball retailers. Get travel discounts to tournaments and a whole lot more. How much does it cost to become a PBX Club member? Well, it's free. Just go to freepbxclub.com. That's freepbxclub.com. There's even a link in the show notes for this episode. freepbxclub.com. PBX Pickleball Excellence. Join the club. It's free. Hey, it's CJ, and here's the guy that inspires every left-handed pickleball player everywhere to switch to right-handed. It's Chris Allen. Thank you, CJ, and welcome to the show dedicated to helping you play better pickleball live from the internet over 50 studios in Asheville, North Carolina. It's the Pickleball Show. My name is Chris Allen. I am your host, and this week we're going to continue our conversation with the first lady of pickleball. She doesn't call herself that, but I call her that. Her name is Jennifer Lucor. Now, Jennifer, this week we were going to get into some nuts and bolts, some strategy stuff. I wanted to start out with a little mindset stuff, though, because you strike me as the type of person, no matter what it is you set your mind to, and I admire this quality in people, uh, whether it's pickleball, whether it's uh, growing heirloom tomatoes, if that's what Jennifer Lucor decides she's going to be good at, you better believe she's going to show up with the biggest and the best heirloom tomatoes anybody's ever seen. Uh, is that an accurate read on you? Is that what your mindset is usually going into something new? Um, I don't know. I would say now that I'm a senior, you mellow out a little bit, but I really look at it and I think Alex would agree too, is um, we do the best we can with the time we have to practice or drill, you know? Mm -hmm. And of course, it's it's never enough and it's not as much as a lot of people I know, but you just do what you can with the time you have, right? And then when it's tournament time, I think we both can lock into mental competition really easy and then we just kind of go for it. But yeah, I mean, we're we're definitely trying our best the whole time. And this sport's unique in that because the event lasts all day long, lots of people, a lot of new tennis people, this is so new that they have to mentally, you know, stay in it. And then they sit for two hours and then they mentally have to jump on the court and you get two minutes to warm up. So the whole process of this pickleball is really, you know, a mentally and physically challenging and a lot of people are blown away on the mental because it's so on and off you know yeah um and you have such a short time i mean we've played matches you know and they're over in 15 minutes right so if you're on the the wrong side of that that momentum you just like oh my gosh i just lost what just happened because it goes so fast if you're not like ready to go on point one so hardcore growing my tomatoes <laughs> <laughs> i wouldn't say um no i I look at it more as like a really like a fun personal journey challenge kind of thing. How do you change, I guess, your mental game or do you change it all when you find yourself having to come up through the loser's bracket? Mm. Or have you have you ever had to? Oh, yeah. <laughs> have you ever I've found lost, yourself? Um, a couple of times I've lost first round in mixed, I don't know, in doubles, but and then came back and won it, which, mm -hmm. of course, you know, don't recommend that to anyone because that's like the long road. But, of course, that's why I like 
you know, having double elimination because if you do screw up one, you still have an opportunity to fight back on that. But uh, does it change at all mentally uh, just because you know you do have that longer road or you just take it one game at a time still and you just... Yeah, still one game. Of course, you're more focused, right? And you probably lost on the first couple of rounds because you weren't as focused or too many unforced errors and stuff. So now you're kind of paying the price as you're coming through the loser, maybe bring the speed to about 70%. So I'm getting it in and then letting them mess it up. But I got no problem coming from loser. I mean, I'm doing the same, you know, mental grind, see what I can do. Yeah. Now that I have 20 matches in front of me now. <laughs> <laughs> Are you one of those people that likes to know who you're facing off against or possibly going to face off against? Or are you just one of those that, all right, I'm just going to show up on the court and whoever's standing on the, on the other side, that's fine. We're ready to go. I used to, I used to not even look or whatever, or, you know, check it out. Mm-hmm. But there are, because there's new people, um, I do try to watch the match before Like if I'm going to play the winner of this match going on. So I look at both because then I can kind of pick out strengths and weaknesses beforehand. So I don't have to like figure that out at the beginning of my match. Not going to burn three points trying to get a book on them. Right. I think that's really smart to definitely do that. But then also, you know, have the mindset that it really doesn't matter who's in front of you. You always think you're going to win, right? You have that confidence that I'm going to do my thing. But uh, it does make it easier if you uh, do a little homework before. Did you start out as like a 3-0, a 3-5, a 4-0? Or did you come from a tennis background where you pretty much just came in at 5-0? Well, this funny thing, we Alex and I did that, uh, our live a uh, little skit a couple weeks ago on that uh, Facebook football yeah. forum. Yeah, and Aspen Kearns thing. And so we thing, had yeah. the, the same. Somebody asked that question and like who was who was first or whatever. And so my answer is the same as what I said there is that we both pretty much skidded in right at five zero at the same time oh. <laughs> uh, because we came from tennis um, and tennis we were like four five. Mm-hmm. Um, although we just did like the local country club once a week play other clubs kind of thing. So it wasn't like a, you know, we didn't do junior tennis or anything like that. Mm -hmm. So, um, so yeah, we both, uh, when we started in 2010, we both came in as a 5-0. Well, and one of the things too, that I think does qualify you as the first lady of pickleball, you're not one of these players that just, you know, goes and wins the championship and then, all right, we'll see ya. You're, I mean, you're actively promoting the sport. You've done so many things. I mean, not just here in this country, but around the world. You've got your blog, allpickleball.com. And of course, we'll link to that in the show notes. Thanks for that. Yeah, it's that whole blog thing. It's just a hobby. Of course, you know, I'd loved if that was my job or something, because you could just pump out so much cool stuff that players are looking for, videos and things like that. But mm-hmm. I just kind of do um, when I can post something um, that I know that would be valuable to players. And um, it's just fun. Always great, uh, useful information that you have there. Thanks. With your kind of finger on the pulse of the different aspects of the sport in terms of equipment, um, is it going in a direction you don't like or, hey, whatever you want to play with, just let me know what time and I'll be there. What's your attitude toward the, uh, the new equipment that's coming out? I say um, I'm sure there's a lot of other people that have stronger opinions, so they can figure that out. <laughs> okay. Um, actually, my one tip on paddles: the short version is I'm a big believer that you should be you should have a couple different paddles that you bring out to the court with you, because depending on the 
wind and the factors and um, how you're playing and what kind of balls being used and stuff. There's a lot of different things. And so what makes them primarily different? Their weight? No, they're actually mine are the same weight. I go for about 7.5 ounces, but the feel of it. So one might be more of a power paddle and one has more touch personally for me. Mm -hmm. And so, um, like I have the element, I'll play with that. And that's like more power. But then like the Tempest or the Phantom, it has more feel for me. Of course, everyone has their own, you know, personal opinion and, mm-hmm. and things. But people should really have a couple of paddles that they have ready to use, especially if you're going downhill and you're not, nothing's going right, then I would take your time out and grab your other paddle. And that's a huge mental helper that I've done in the past because it's like this, you have this new tool, right? Your new weapon Mm -hmm. that you're going to go out and okay, now, now I'm going to get, get it together and things. It does seem to kind of focus you somehow. Just any change at that point is almost a a good change. And it does sort of get you back kind of living in the moment. Now you're focused again on this paddle and how it feels and it kind of grounds you a little bit. I've found. Exactly. Exactly. And I think, so I think that's huge is people should have that because I see them like they have their one paddle and they go out there and, you know, it's super windy or, or you're indoors and it's, you know, it's a different thing. And like the pier ball versus a dura ball, they're all these different feels and different paddles are going to make the ball sail farther or shorter. And you want the paddle to work for you. That's my other tip for you, Chris. Yeah, that's a good one. That definitely is. And the Dura ball as opposed to the pure ball and everything. um, Yeah, that's to me, that's the most important relationship is the relationship between the ball and the surface of the paddle. And I want that to feel as consistent as I can get it every time. You're always going to have to deal with court surfaces and, you know, whether whether it's sunny or not, whether it just rained or not, you're always going to have to deal with that. So like with, you know, the whole indoor outdoor ball boy if i can just lock it in in terms of its relationship with the surface of my paddle i would really be happy just to have one unified ball that was like all right this is the one what do you think about that mm, i'm thinking a lot of it's pretty much between your ears <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah um it's kind of before you walk out on that court, no matter you know what ball you're using or you're playing indoor or outdoor, a lot of it's determined right there, you know, and then game's on. Any kind of routines or rituals that uh, either either pre-match or pre-tournament that you do? Uh, you have so many questions for me, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> You've got an answer for every one of them. I do. Um, yes. Uh, actually, the Pickleball channel has this great video they did a couple years ago with Alex and I on a warm-up. Oh, yeah, I remember that. We yeah. showed um, kind of like a little jog and stuff we do. But my uh, one-minute tip would be basically that people have some sort of warm up and they actually do it before before they show up to the venue or the club or wherever they're supposed to play because the second you walk in there with your bag they're always like hey we need another you know we need another mm-hmm. person come on and you don't have time to warm up and then you pull a muscle and then you can't play pickleball yeah do something before you get through those doors through the gate 
that you're warm and your legs are kind of ready, your arms ready, and then uh, then you can have some fun. I mentioned that you've done so much for pickleball, not just in this country, but all over the world. And you're about to do that again. You're headed to Europe here in uh, 2017, right? Yes, a little woohoo to Spain again with a couple other players, uh, Marcin and Simone and I think Oliver's over there now and uh, a few others. And uh, so Madrid, Spain. Oh, I think the Elliots will be there. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, and uh, we'll um, we'll be playing in the third international tournament, and then they also have that cup challenge. Kind of like Davis Cup for pickleball? Yes. Oh, that'll be neat. So you'll represent yes. uh, your country and everything. Well, yeah, I tell you, yeah. that'll be great. Jody will be rocking the bling over in Europe. Oh, exactly. I have to like try to keep up. She usually brings me some sort of headband or something so I can <laughs> have a little bling to my non-bling outfits. And then uh, <laughs> before that, though, I think you're going you're gonna to head down to Costa Rica. Yes, we're going to whoop it up. There's um, some ambassadors there. Tony and Celeste's wife actually lived there and uh, they've been introducing pickleball. Never been there. So, um, and my parents are coming, Bob and Bev Youngren. So that's going to be super fun. We'll link to all those things. But uh, yeah, the main link you want to check out is Jennifer's blog, which is allpickleball.com. Always great information there, Jennifer. And I'm going to promise you right now that it will not be two years between oh. the next I'm just, time I'm just so show. happy. My life is complete now that I've been on, <laughs> been on your show. <laughs> that is Jennifer Lucor, the first lady of pickleball. Not something she calls herself, but it's something I call her. I think the title applies. And uh, Exhibit A, for me, you know, you, you're in front of your computer. You go up to the URL bar where it says, like, Google.com or Amazon.com. You type in firstladyofpickleball.com. See where it takes you. All I'm saying, give it a try. We even link to it in the show notes. And you'll also find links to Jennifer's blog, allpickleball.com, a great source of information, as well as a link to her Costa Rican cruise and a trip to Spain and everything. Well, I'm going to continue putting the finishing touches on Pickleball Summit coming up this weekend right here in Asheville. Brian Staub, Matthew Blom, Mark Renison, Lucy Kovalova, they're all going to be here. That reminds me, I got to call that limousine company. I wanted three black limousines for the guys and then a white limousine for Lucy. Thought that that would be really nice. That's how we do things here at uh, Pickleball Summit, you know? And that or maybe I got to clean out the uh, the empty low-sodium V8 cans in the back of my truck. That too. <laughs> We're looking forward to seeing you here. I know a lot of you are coming and uh, it's beautiful outside. The, uh, the cherry blossoms are blossoming. The apple trees are appling and it's going to be great. Looking forward to it. Pickleball Summit this weekend. Safe travels. We'll see you here. I'm Chris Allen. This is the Pickleball Pickleball Show, and until next week, keep them low. The Pickleball Show is brought to you by PBX Club. PBX stands for Pickleball Excellence. Join today and get the latest pickleball tips and strategies, news, and opinion. Save money on paddles and other equipment with coupon codes to online pickleball retailers. Get travel discounts to tournaments and a whole lot more. How much does it cost to become a PBX Club member? Well, it's free. Just go to freepbxclub.com. That's freepbxclub.com. There's even a link in the show notes for this episode. FreePBXClub.com. PBX Pickleball Excellence. Join the club. It's free. Digital content that educates, empowers, and inspires people over 50. You're listening to the Internet Over 50 Digital Network.